guys. Welcome back to Freebie Alliance Podcast. We have got, okay, it's summer. We know this. We've asked questions. Yes. What do y'all want to hear? Uh-huh. We have Jenny with us because, yeah. you know, let's add It's it. a party. It's a premium party. party. Uh-huh. It's Hey Whitney Summer Edition. That's right. All right, Whitney, you're on the hot seat. You ready? Let's do it. Okay. Hey, Whitney. Finding myself struggling with overstimulation. Okay, that's all of us. The hot, yeah. constant noise. It seems in my kids being home, off routine, it's getting to me. Did they watch me at swim practice the other day? <laughs> they did. Did they see me like sweating and yeah. like wondering if I was screaming? There was no, like I could jump in the pool to ground Whitney, but that wouldn't have worked out well. So no. help me out. Okay. Help us all out. So part of it is to realize you're not alone. Okay. This is your kids being home and being out of routine is going to lead to sensory overload. It just is. And regardless of however old your kids are, I am a big advocate of they have to have a rest time. Mm. In their rooms, doing something quiet. Mm -hmm. They can be playing. They can be reading. If you want to give them an hour of screen time on a tablet, so be it. We all do it. But we all need a chance to kind of decompress have that quiet time. You need that time for yourself. So big advocate of make sure you're still incorporating some type of a quiet or a rest time. Try not to forget about your tactile grounding. So whether that means that you're, you know, getting the wet hot, you know, wet washcloth or paper towel or, you know, something cold, put it on the back of your neck, put it on your face if you need to. Go outside with your kids. Let them, number one, burn off some of that energy that the, is never ending. But then you're out there barefoot, you know, putting your feet on the grass, all that kind of stuff. You know, do something that is like smell. So candles, lotion, soap, whatever it is. Don't forget your tactile grounding skills. And while you're doing that, try to implement your deep breathing. Yeah. I think what happens to me a lot is loading the kids. Yeah. Uh, Like I don't feel it's talked about enough. And like it's hot. We're okay. We're in Alabama. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it's it's hot. Yeah, and especially if you're like out somewhere. Yeah, and you're loading mm-hmm. them, and like you're sweating. They're hot. You're doing the car seat battle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You get into the front seat. Mm-hmm. It's like a two second vacation when you shut the doors of your kids. For I mean, a second and they're like yelling, and you're like. Oh, and you're like, oh, that's just <laughs> that's me standing in the parking lot for one second, exactly. and then you got to like, whoop, and then you get back in. Yes. I that is a hard. Like I struggle with that, yeah, mm-hmm. a lot sometimes. Mm-hmm. And then because they're like, I'm hot. I'm like, mommy's hot. Like every, it's Alabama, everybody hot. Mm-hmm. Everybody's suffocating. Yeah. Um. So, what should I do better in that moment? Well, remind yourself, especially with baby James. Will comes at you too sometimes. Like yeah. Will will be like more my mental like terrorist assaulter. Like he'll just like come at me and be like, "Mommy, you did that wrong," or "You should have done." That. And yeah. I'm like, "Mommy, you forgot." Mommy, use your kind words. Or mommy, why are you making that face? Yeah, I'm like, I need I, a moment, sir. Charlie mommy. always reminds me, mommy, forgot to take your three deep breaths because that's what we tell him uh-huh. before you react. Uh huh. Take some deep breaths, and he's yeah. like, I think you forgot your deep breaths. And you're just like, mommy, forgot. You're right. Let's take them together. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So remind yourself at least with baby J, mm-hmm. the car seat battle's probably long from over. Yeah. So try to mentally prep before you get there. But once you're in the car, if you still need that time to kind of cool off, open the windows. Yeah. 
tactile grounding. Let that air Yes, blow. let the air in, the sound. Sometimes the sound of the windows opening drowns out the kids. You know, multi-purpose here. Yeah. What about ring pops? Is that tactile? Because yeah. we've been buying them in bulk. Yeah. 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 Well, Everyone gets one. It keeps their mouth in. Yeah. Closed for a minute. Well, it's sour nice. candy, too. Yes. It's yes. kind of a shock to your central nervous system. Yes. Look at you, Big so, Robin. You don't even know it. I did. There we go. That's why our yep. road trips have been better. We've all had our, yeah. our ring pops. Yes. yes. Ring pops are the secret to it. That's right. I Jenny has unlocked the Jenny's secret. Jenny's let us know this. Buy bulk on Amazon. Yes. We need, if ring pops would like to sponsor the podcast, <laughs> let us hey, know. Hey, we're good with it. Okay. So you're not alone. We're all no. having those moments. And I will say I'm worse when I'm hurrying out the door. Mm-hmm. So that's oh, that's yeah. a Sarah thing. I like That's an Enneagram one uh-huh. type A where we don't like to be late. I don't like to be late. And then I do this thing with nap time. I don't know if y'all do this. Where I try to use the most I can of my nap time in that last like two or three minutes or whatever I know. And then I feel like I could just be Tasmanian devil and get it all done. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like a challenge I put on myself. Yeah. But then I make myself worse. Yeah. Mm. So I need to personally work on that yeah. as self-admitting, but yeah. is that a thing? Are you is this are you gonna tell me something about myself? Yes. Okay, tell me. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's kind of an ADHD thing. Yeah. Where people with ADHD work great under pressure. Yeah. And so they will put something off or procrastinate it into the last oh minute God. and then boom, they thrive under that pressure. Oh I can tell by her look when yeah, she's I was like, like do you want me to say the therapist is like, and I'm like, what is it? Tell me, why do I do this? <laughs> It always takes a minute for me to process it. Uh-huh. We'll talk about this later. Yeah. <laughs> You're like to be continued. To be again. Good to know. Okay. Yep. Hey, Whitney. My son just turned one. Our birth was traumatic to say the mm-hmm. least. Mm-hmm. I found myself feeling off around his birthday. Is yeah. this a thing? Well, of course it is. It's a trauma trigger because, you know, obviously your life and your baby's life was at stake. Yeah. Potentially he had a NICU stay. You know, we can say that. And so when his birthday rolls around, you're reminded of that trauma. You might even have kind of some flashbacks. 100%. Back to the, you know, labor and delivery room, back to the OR, back to the NICU. All of those things are going to be kind of running through your head. And if there was a NICU state or if, you know, say you were on magnesium and so you were kind of out of it for a little while and unable to hold him, you're grieving what you lost. Yeah. Because you may not have gotten that golden hour of skin to skin. And so you're grieving that. And so it's very appropriate that you feel like his birthday is almost harder than it is celebratory. Mm -hmm. I mean. I mean, it's the anniversary of your trauma. Exactly. You've been that. Jenny's walked that road. I've walked Mm -hmm. that road. Um, Still to this day, I get weird around, Mm -hmm. honestly, both boys' birthdays. Mm -hmm. And, um. Now my family's kind of recognized it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I recognize it. And it just was not, I mean, I'm, it was not a happy day mm-hmm. yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. And I'll be real, driving past the hospital sometimes, I'm just like, I don't want to see it. Right. Um, so the birthday, and I think you sometimes overcompensate, or I did for the first birthday for Will, I did this grand party uh-huh. to try to not think about it. And then yeah. post-party, I was like, Wow. Okay, that I still am really yeah. not okay. Yeah. Like the balloons didn't yeah. make it better. Exactly. The cake. Like, I thought it did, right? I would like, I put an elephant on the cake. Why wouldn't that right. solve my problem? Exactly. 
but no one ever said to me, if you had a traumatic birth, Sarah, the birthdays would be hard. Mm -hmm. So if this mom, if you're hearing that for the first time, you're validated, Mm -hmm. I would suggest therapy. Mm -hmm. Yes. Something that a therapist told me, and we have the therapist in the room that can speak to this, but just on that day, start the day and give yourself five, 10 minutes, however long you need to dwell on what happened, to really think about it. Because if not, you're going to keep having those flashbacks all day. So allow yourself to sit with that discomfort, think about the things, give yourself grace, you know, sit with it for a minute. And then like, okay, like I have honored my feelings. Mm -hmm. I have sat with it. I have not dealt with it per se, but I have let it, made space for it. And then it just helped me to like, okay, I can go and enjoy the good parts of this day now. Exactly. I love Um, that. So that was helpful for me. I was yes. like, I love that, that I don't have to keep trying to push it away. I can right. just sit with it for You're allowed to feel this your time. Feels. And yeah. then okay. you needed that permission. Yes, and it's just like, absolutely. if you just don't feel like you have that permission. That's right. Um, so that, I love that. I, I'm actually going to start to start doing that because yeah. I sometimes I find myself being like, I wanted to talk about it to someone. Yeah. But then I was like, maybe they're tired of hearing it. Um, well, this on, could be a good time setting a timer and voice journaling. That. Yes. Yeah. So the, I think really too, especially, you know, the aftermath of trauma, um, trauma is tricky. Trauma is like grief. Yeah. It pops up. So it's very no, sneaky. It's very sneaky. So to this mom, it's very validated. Unfortunately, it's a normal experience. Yeah. And, you know, too, sometimes I like to travel um, around the birthday, just even like a, a small little trip. Mm-hmm. It yeah. kind of gives me something out of like the location because we live where the traumas happened. Yeah. Um, to me, that's one thing. So find your ways, find your, like we said before in different episodes, you're going to find your core huddle people that you exactly. can share we with. We literally just talked about grief and joy can coexist. So coexist. It not be all bad or all good. No. You can feel conflicting emotions. Totally. Oh, okay. I like these. Family stuff, Whitney. Here we go. Let's do it, Aunt Brenda. Hey, Whitney. (laughs) We have several large family gatherings, vacations coming up. It's summer. Everybody's trying to see everybody's schools out. Yep. I am not ready for the questions about us getting pregnant. (sighs) We've had several miscarriages and currently do IVF. I just hate the pressure. Okay. For starters, if we have just... Any, let's say, support people listening to this, for the love of God, mm-hmm. don't ask people when they're going to have a baby. Or when the next one is. Exactly. Or are you trying, you know, like. I'm you're surprised n- you haven't had another one yes. yet. You're not getting any younger. Somebody yes. asked me when the third one was when I was leaving the hospital of baby James. I am not even kidding. What are you going to do for the third? I'm like. Okay, well, I guess when you get the uterus that was taken on my body back in. It's like, ma'am, go get the biohazard bag. And she's looked at me. I'm like, that is inappropriate. Yeah. Mm. Recently, you know, I had COVID and I had sent a picture of the COVID test to my friends. And they're like, you're pregnant. I was like, did you forget my tubes are in a biohazard bag and probably like gone at this point because it's been nearly three years? I mean, no, it's wild. I'm like, no, I caught the plague, not a pregnancy. (laughs) Well. I tell you, I remember this happening, conversations about when you get pregnant, when we were engaged, Mm -hmm. I remember as soon as we were married, you know, literally questions. And then when I had the miscarriage, everybody just thought, a lot of people didn't know we had the first miscarriage. Mm -hmm. When are you trying? Mm -hmm. When are you trying? Oh my gosh. I would cry almost every single time. Mm -hmm. And then in the South, 
a lot. People feel very entitled to that information. Uh-huh. And they just keep asking. And I get this. Yeah. I remember post-miscarriage not going to a holiday because I couldn't yes. stand to ask the question. I could not mm-hmm. have. And I did not go. I per- And I said, I cannot yeah. do this. Yeah. So I feel for this mom. And- yeah. For her, a lot of times it comes from maybe an innocent place. It does. People don't realize how hurtful it can be. They're not trying to be malicious. Like, I can remember the dental hygienist asked me, don't you want more? Are you going to have more? Uh, As I'm, like, actively miscarrying. And uh, I'm just, like, took everything not to just bawl while I'm getting my teeth cleaned. So, I totally um, just feel for this mom. And so, for this mom, for ways to cope with it. Yeah. You know, if it's one of those you're able to get away please do that. You know, even if that means like, oh, I got to go run to the store and you drive and you take that time for yourself to emotionally decompress, do that. Mm -hmm. Um, Some really good advice is if it's your side of the family, have that conversation with them. If it's your significant other, they need to have that conversation with their family. I get the sense from this. It might be his family, but I could wrong. I'm I'm just like painting this picture of this. And so, you know, if it's one of those, depending on how strong the relationship is, to have that conversation of, hey, we're going through IVF. We've experienced miscarriages. Please no one ask us about mm-hmm. this. This is not a good topic for us uh-huh. to have. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if or when we get pregnant, we will tell you mm-hmm. when we are ready. In our time. But please do not ask us. And so setting up those boundaries even before you get there can be helpful and it can protect you. And then also knowing that you can get your out when you need your out. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to go get a drink. Oh, I need to go use the restroom. I mean, I was also sassy at times, you know, and just like, well, when I could, you know, when are you going to have the baby? Well, when God gives me the baby, you know, or like. It's appropriate to just say, like, I'm just not comfortable having a Totally. Yeah. Totally. And, you know, I was just like, if you're going to ask me such an invasive question, if I offend you, maybe you should be looking while you're asking me an invasive question here. Like, it was, it was a hard time. Um, And still, People ask me, and I'm just like, yeah. we're done. And then people, yeah. if you say you're done, for whatever reason you're done, they feel like you got to say, oh, don't you want, like, I get, don't you want the girl? Yeah. And I part of me goes, well, I had the girl, but I lost the girl. Yeah. And the other part of me is just like, I'm very happy with the mm-hmm. boys. And I, yeah. depending on my mood and day, yeah, that's the response you're going to get. But it's yeah. like, you when you're asking, you don't know yeah. how many mm-hmm. children we have lost. Exactly. Right? And you're never going to know that. So or that, the links that we went to to get the children that we have. Yes. And that at some point, like for me personally, I was like, I'm quit. I'm going to quit rolling the dice. Yeah. I'm quitting while I'm ahead. Yeah. And we could try. And there's women out there who try and try and try to get pregnant. Yeah. And it does not happen yeah. um, that way for them. So I think hopefully we're getting better in society. Um, yeah. And the more you can just say, I think the awareness is getting better. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I'm not comfortable. You change the subject. You had the uncomfortable conversation. Yeah. I don't want to speak about this before it happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's our advice. But just know it happens to all of us. Yeah. And it, we've walked that we've road. We've walked that road. And it's we're, hard. It's hard. And, you know, somebody always needs to get ice at parties. Someone always <laughs> needs to go get grandma a yes. new drink. Mm-hmm. Take those out. Yes. And there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. And, you know, I always, like, too, before situations where I feel like I'm going to be pressured, I, like, power walk. I do my workout. Yeah. I, like, get my good headspace. Yeah. Like, fill your cup a little yes. bit more that day. Mm-hmm. And give yourself grace. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Changing topics. Hey, Whitney, I see everyone taking these awesome trips. Our mom's planning these perfect crafts. And honestly, it makes me feel like crap. I'm right there with you. 
I know social media is made for this. But am I the only one who's feeling like it? No, I'm right there with you. Yeah. I am not a Pinterest crafty mom. Yeah. I would love to be. Mm-hmm. I am not. I have tried and failed. Yeah. So no, you are not alone at all. And you're correct. Social media is designed for us to fall into the comparison trap. Yep. It really is. And so with that, maybe you need to take a break from social media. Yeah. Or put a tight reel. Exactly. It is. It is a highlight reel. People put their happy times on there. Or maybe they're they're not happy. They're just supposed to look happy. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. It's two seconds of happy for the picture. This is so bad. I'll say this for a second. There is sometimes in these posts when people put these extreme Uh declarations of their happiness Mm -hmm. are perfect. I'm like, oh, you're just telling me how bad it really is in life. Mm-hmm. Or like we were talking about the the moms who say they do it all. And uh-huh. I'm like I'm looking at your five children, and you're like making homemade butter that you're churning, and you say you have no help. I don't believe you. I'm sorry. I'm not buying. I'm thinking there's yeah. a sister wife there that I would consider. Exactly. You know, I would consider at some days. Let's let's talk Did about cooking mm-hmm. clean. As long as she didn't yeah. love Bill, I'd be fine. And he there didn't you love go. Her, you know, exactly. like just give me like a good helper. But exactly. I think you know. So listen, everybody, you don't know too. I was I had to reframe this. She's taking a trip. You don't know how long that mom has been saving for that trip. Mm-hmm. You don't know yeah. how that trip's mm-hmm. happened. You don't know the effort she's done. Right. Yes. You don't know if her kid was a terror that mm-hmm. night before. Mm-hmm. She's had the worst trip of her life, mm-hmm. but she's just like, I did this trip. Let's just yeah. post it. Exactly. And, you know, every mom's got their own specialty yeah. of life. Mm-hmm. We all do it. Yeah. Exit job a different way. Exactly. So you're not the only one who, and sometimes summer is hard because our kids are home. Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. we're trying our best to keep them active and engaged. Yes. Yes. And it's that looks hard. like different for everybody. But yeah. take that guilt off. And like, just, I'm, I relate this. And when I was trying to get pregnant, I couldn't yeah. be on social media because I thought everybody was pregnant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So sometimes if you're just struggling with like your confidence and your Mm -hmm. comparison is really speaking to you yeah don't look at it Mm -hmm. yeah might be a time for a break from social media or at least to put like the screen time limit on there yeah so maybe like 10 or 15 minutes a day because it's Mm -hmm. a lot easier to look out and say everybody else is doing better the grass is greener uh on the other side but it's like if you sit with your own yeah that's where it's at Mm -hmm. yeah but you know, I did it too. I remember if Will was little, I'd be like, she's taking this kid here. She's doing this to the yes. library. Look at her. She's done that. I'm in yeah. shower today. How is she doing this? She has yeah. five kids. She's driving back for Target. Yeah. I'm like, I, I hate can't. to say it. Sometimes kids start to raise the younger kids. Yeah. They do Depending on each other pretty well. Yeah. So, I mean, but I did it. Yeah. You know, so I, know, I, get it. I think we all do it. But just know that we're all living this yeah. life together. Mm-hmm. That's and right. Literally, I relate to our, our reels we all post on Instagram. Yeah. Nobody has it all together. <laughs> oh, come on. If you would have looked on the opposite side of what I'm showing, uh-huh. y'all see a whole different version. Mm-hmm. And that's a snapshot of our day. Oh, yeah. Two seconds. And honestly, it's probably pre-recorded in a quiet time when my children are napping. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So do not feel this way. You're you're not alone. And let's take a little social media break to this moment. Yes, I would. All right. Last question. Hey, Whitney. I love these summer questions because they're just like <laughs> our life here. We just came back from the recent trip, and I feel like all my husband and I did was fight or break up fights with our kids. Let's talk this out so I don't feel like I'm the only one. I'd say this is par for the course. Yeah. Let's normalize this. Yeah. Because especially if you have younger kids, so like I've said before, I have a two and a half, almost three-year-old, and a six-year-old. And the two-year-old thinks that everything is hers. Mm -hmm. 
And God forbid her sister actually pick up one of her own toys because then the two-year-old wants it. Mm -hmm. So it's this constant battle of, note that it's hers. She had it first. You don't just take things from other people. Right. We have to share. If you can't share, I'm putting the toy away. We are referees all the time. Mm -hmm. All the time. Especially when they are in that younger, like, toddler to elementary school age. We're constantly going to be refereeing. Yeah. And then we're already kind of flustered and frazzled from that. So y'all do one thing off to each other, then it's just like, So then, you know, my husband might, I don't know, like tie his shoe wrong and it just grates my nerves. And then I, Mm -hmm. you know, get upset over that. Uh And so it's like one thing starts another. It's a domino effect. Yeah. And so you're not alone in this. I would tell you as far as like trips and stuff like that, anticipate cranky. Yeah, and Anticipate expectations the need to be low. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. For Below yourself, the your line. kids, your spouse, different environments, different yes. sensories. You know, even it goes back to like the toddlers, right? They're all trying to kill themselves. So yeah. we have safety guards in our homes, yeah. right? Yes. Like in our day-to-day life, we know where the stairs are. Oh, yeah. We know where the scissors are. We put this away. Yeah. They have their cribs or they have their bed rails, right? Yes. We go to a foreign environment. Mm-hmm. We've lost that control of just normal safety. Oh, yeah. So, like, you could, you know, cook for two seconds without your kid killing himself. Yeah. Now that's removed. Right. Exactly. So it's harder. Yes. And honestly, you know, our kids, they're going to struggle being in a new environment uh-huh. because it's new. It's exciting. And so they're going to be a little bit more hyper with that. And here we are thinking, dear God, I'm exhausted. How do you have more energy kind yeah. of thing? Mm-hmm. So we're dealing with polar opposites in that aspect, too. And some mental low getting ready for trips. It is. It's a lot. So you're already coming into it. Like I always tell people, like when you give birth, you're at a deficit, right? Because you've probably not been sleeping well when your last weeks of pregnancy and like you're trying to get everything together and then you have this baby. Same thing with trips. Mm -hmm. Like we're planning, we're running around. You know, why does mom always run back out of the car? Because we're (laughs) like, we forget, we're the only part, we got to grab it. Yeah, we got to get all the things. So you're bringing that into a trip. Yeah. And then say you have family involved, Mm -hmm. you have friends who likes to go on vacation yep. together people parent different people do things different mm-hmm. um but definitely you and your spouse gotta realize a vacation with your children is not a vacation no, it's you... a trip and you're parenting in a different location oh, a thousand percent yes mm-hmm. so whitney it was so funny we all went on vacation at the same time yes Wh- whitney had a true vacation yes okay me and jenny took our children mm-hmm. yes so we parented in a different location yes so did you have mom guilt, though, when you were away? Oh, yes. The mom guilt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, talk about, like, tears on the plane. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Because it was for a long time. Yeah. And then it got extended because I got COVID while we were mm-hmm. out there. So then my parents ended up having to keep my kids for a few more days until I was negative. So then you have mom guilt because you got COVID. Because then yes. you and your head are like, if I it's wouldn't outrageous. have went away. <laughs> then we got home, and I was like, we're home. Right. And my kids are, like, hmm yeah. And I wanted nothing more than to have my kids back. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Now we're all united and, you know, we're back in the routine. And it's great, but... Yeah. The vacations are hard, so just... They are. You know, again, highlight reel. People are going to show... I showed yeah. the highlight reels. I had to yeah. show you all the bad stuff on yes. my Instagram stories when we were melting down. I <laughs> told Jenny was on vacation doing live the same life. Jenny, we, yeah, we, we're not thriving today, well, you know? The people that were in my, like, green circle, my close friends uh-huh. on my Instagram story, they knew I had caught COVID. Then yeah. I was like, go on vacation, get COVID. It's great. So, I mean, I think it's just expectations. Mm-hmm. And as your kids get older, 
it's going to get a different vibe, yeah, yes. but the trenches right now, set them low. Yep. So we listened to us. Have you seen this book? It's written by a therapist. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, we listened to that on Audible on our way to the beach and all the way back because it's really long and we didn't listen to it the whole time. But yeah. I feel like that was good just to check in. Okay. To be like, okay, yeah. is everything coming out of my mouth respectful? It doesn't have yeah. to be, Yeah. you know, I, I don't have to be happy with you all the time, but yeah. we yeah. do... Words leave my mouth need to be respectful. Yeah. Whether I'm talking about someone or to someone. Yeah. That was just something he said in the book. And so yeah. it's things yeah. like that that was very helpful. I feel like yeah. in our group that I, I was like, like that was convicting. Like that was fresh on our minds. Yeah. yeah. Um, so maybe find a good podcast or a good Absolutely. book while you're traveling. And that's a safe space, yeah. right? Like you can mm-hmm. listen to someone, third party saying yeah. it. Like nudge. I mean, I was gonna say, did did you just like across and just be like, did you hear that? Are you listening? Yeah, Yeah. communication. You know, I always do that sometimes in church. I'm just like, oh, did did you did you hear that? Pastor one time, it's like you have to listen to sermons for yourself. You cannot be thinking like this was written for you. You know, you're hitting up, but I think that's the thing. You know, a good check in before a trip. Oh, and go into the trip mm-hmm. and you know I always say you know with kids if you can take like I know like my, my parents went with us so we got a date night or two yeah. in there great mm-hmm. yeah. check it you can put the kids down you can order takeout yeah. you can have their baby monitor you can yes. sit on the balcony mm-hmm. have yeah. yourself a little wine and a meal mm-hmm. check out yeah. And just do that check-in. I'm yeah. sorry I you lost my temper with you mm-hmm. when, you know, the swim diaper, they had a situation in the floaties, <laughs> and we were all hot, sandwiched in all places. Mm-hmm. situation again? It was similar, but not as triggering. Right. And, um, you know, it's amazing, too, on Tris, what you can yeah. find the other person doing wrong. Right. It's amazing. Like We have a heightened sensitivity or radar for Well, it. and that's what Matthew pointed out graciously. He's like, <laughs> just because I do something differently than you would do it, mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily make it wrong. Yeah. And I'm like, that's true. It really yeah. is. It is. It's true. But it's hard when you're used to doing all the things. You're like, uh-huh. that's not the way we do it. Uh-huh. Exactly. But yeah. It's not wrong. We got to relinquish a little bit yes. of that control. Like yes. you dusted the sand off them wrong. You know, it's like, did yes. they really do yeah. it wrong? Exactly. No. But you're looking at it going, that's not the most efficient way. Right. That's so, Enneagram ones over here. hundred percent. So I think just knowing you're, it's, everything's heightened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is for us all. But this summer questions, they were so good. I, mm-hmm. I hope you guys, one of these have touched on a topic in your life. Keep sending yes. us more and we'll answer. Till next yep. time. See ya. Maternal mental health is as important as physical health. The Previous Alliance podcast was created for and by moms dealing with postpartum depression in all its variables, like anxiety, anger, and even apathy. Hosted by CEO, founder, Sarah Parkhurst, and licensed clinical social worker, Whitney Gay, each episode focused on specific issues relevant to pregnancy and postpartum. Join us and hear how other moms have overcome mental health challenges, as well as access tips and suggestions on dealing with your own challenges as moms. You can also browse our podcast library and listen to previous episodes at any time. Please know you're not alone on this journey. We're here to help.